you're listening to the Pedal Pumping Podcast, the podcast that explores and celebrates all things pedal pumping. I'm your host, Mimi Footnip, and I'm a pedal pumping content creator and foot model. Check out my website, mimifootnip.com, for more about me. I want to let you know that this week I'm going to just answer a bunch of kind of like quick questions and comments and things. Uh, and I'm also going to thank my patrons, Tevin, Jim, Riker, Donna Golfer, Rayshon, Steven, Eric, F, Eric, J, Crinking Fan, Rocketman, Havianus Fan, Austin, and Joe. Thank you so, so much for your continued support of this podcast. I also want to thank the listeners just for showing up every week and giving the podcast a like, a favorite, a download, a whatever you do, just listening to it, um, contributing your emails. Um, yeah, it's all great. It's all good. Thank you so much. I love this community and I can't believe I'm coming up on, this is going to be like the third year of the Puddle Puppet podcast. So mind-blowing, you guys. It's just so mind-blowing. But here we are. We are going strong. And I feel like it really just affirms to me that this that, that, that this is a growing community. This is an enthusiastic community. And it's a very special community. So I want to thank you all for showing up and being here and being a part of this. And I will jump into emails after a quick break. All right, we are back. So the first thing I want to talk about actually is a story that happened. True story. So um, if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you know that I was kind of living part time in Hawaii. And then I was also, you know, I'm from California where I'm kind of my permanent, just my home base. Uh, my my partner was um working in Hawaii and he recently shipped his car back to California and he is now working in another state. So uh, I have his car here at the moment and I <laughs> I think I talked about this in the last podcast episode or the one before that, that I took it to um, the supermarket and crashed into somebody like pulling out of a, backing out of a parking stall Somebody else was also backing out of a parking stall. We collided. Not terrible. It was like not a high-speed collision. You know, everyone's fine. The cars are more or less fine. Um, but that I got home and I was flustered and I left the lights on and I ran the battery down and then I couldn't move the car and the Jeep is stuck in the garage. And so finally I got it jump-started and I drove it around for about, I don't know, 20, 30 minutes, parked it, did some errands, got back in. It started just fine. No problem. Drove it back home. And I really, I mean, I'm really enjoying driving it. I really love the, um, I love the shifting, you know, it's like a five speed manual. It reminds me a lot of my Honda CRX that I had back in the day. It's so smooth and different from driving my Jeep. Um, actually, either of the Jeeps, but I only have the the one now because the the my cars that were in Hawaii stayed in Hawaii. I did not bring them back to the mainland. So, um, and that's the Toyota that was the Toyota Corolla and the 1992 Jeep. Anyway, back to the Honda. So I drove it. I, I jump started it. Drove it once. Parked it turned it on, drove it home. Everything's fine, right? Good. Yay. 
So then I was going hiking. I decided to take the Honda hiking because I was going to uh, park it at the trailhead where it's like really dirty. And I was like, I don't want to take my BMW. You know what I mean? So <laughs> I parked the BMW in the garage. The Honda sits outside, et cetera, et cetera. So um, I thought, well, I'm going hiking. So I'll just take the Civic. And I get in and it doesn't start but it's not the battery because all the lights come on the dashboard but it's that horrible click 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 sound and we all know what that means because I just recently experienced this in the Camry with my mom on vacation remember so it's the starter. It's a bad starter. I could tell right away. I'm like, I'm not a mechanic, but I can diagnose this because I've had enough. I've killed enough starters in my day to know that this is the sound of a dead starter. So I thought, oh, fuck. Like, I tried getting it to start, but you know, if it's a starter, it's a starter. So there's a video of it <laughs> and I'll be posting it to my OnlyFans. And I think I put it on clips for sale. Um, I tried pumping it and pumping the pedal and turning the key and trying to get it to start. I was filming on my GoPro. You know, I can't film on my phone and like hold the camera when I'm driving a manual. I, I have to have the camera mounted. So I usually use my GoPro. I have to have the camera mounted somewhere because I need both hands to drive. Unless I have a volunteer passenger out there who wants to sit in the car as my passenger and film with a camera, but um, I'm guessing I would potentially get a lot of takers for that, but I don't know if you'd be, some of you would not be focused on your job as a, as a video videographer. <laughs> you might be focusing on other things. So anyway, that's the status of the Honda. I made an appointment with uh, my mechanic to take the Honda in, uh, hopefully Monday and get it repaired because my Jeep is pinned in the garage. It's stuck um, with this car pinning it in and I can't move it. So, um, all right. So I want to get on to emails after that little update. Uh, here's one. It says, um, ah, this is because um, I think I had asked about how people feel in a previous episode. So these are a lot of um, emails that kind of are commenting in response to questions I had posed on previous episodes. So we're just kind of recapping that. Um, this one says, Mimi, love your podcast. I also love the camera perspective from behind the pedals. Hope you make some. So I think I had asked, how do you feel about the behind the cameras, behind, sorry, behind the pedal camera angle? And so this person is saying, love the behind the, the pedals shots. I do too, actually. And I'm trying to film more of those. I bought a new GoPro mount. You know, I'm always trying new things and trying to see if I can like where I can fit the, and I bought the newest GoPro. Um, I think it's a GoPro 11 and it's super small. So you can buy one that has like, that's kind of the full size GoPro, but I bought a smaller version. It has maybe fewer functions, but I got it because I thought I could stick it in smaller places and try 
you know, getting it behind the pedals. And so, um, yeah, more of those coming in uh, primarily on OnlyFans, but I'm going to put some in the clip store too. The problem with the behind the pedals is I still haven't quite worked out how to illuminate better. I feel like sometimes it can get kind of shadowy because it's sort of backlit, right? There's no light source in the footwell. So that's something I need to work on. Maybe I can get, you know what, you guys, maybe I can get like off Amazon or something, those little like a little LED light that, that like you stick inside like under a shelf or something, you know, the little like sticker kind. Maybe I could do something like that. Hmm. As long as it doesn't cast really like, um, like I can imagine some some lights might cast shadows and that could also pose its own set of challenges or kind of visual ugliness, but I'll work on it. I'm going to keep working on it. And if you're somebody out there who makes beautiful behind the pedals videos, uh, email me with some, with some tips <laughs> if you don't mind sharing. Um, my email is open to everybody. It's mimifootnip at gmail.com. I don't always reply to emails, but I try to read them all on the podcast. So if you sent me an email a long time ago and I haven't read it on the podcast, go ahead and nudge me because sometimes emails do kind of slip away somehow. And, um, I'm not going to say I'm the most organized person you'll ever know. So I'm kind of one of those like big picture thinker, like dreamer type people who have lots of ideas and I really love creativity and ideas and I'm not super like into the minutia of like detail, like accounting is not my favorite thing to do. So, you know, like if I missed an email, it's not because I didn't want to read it or I don't care. It's because I'm... I'm, I'm a hot mess sometimes, so just nudge me. Um, the other thing, okay, so here's another one. This one, oh, I love it when you guys say stuff like this. Ah, blushing. You are an amazing person. I love your podcast, your videos, and go you act. I wish I had the abilities to do what you do. I've been a pedal pumping freak since like I was nine, started wearing hose around the same time. I remember I always wanted to be Daisy Duke, except I'd rather wear shirts, skits, shirts, skits, maybe short skirts. I think that might be a typo. Short skirts, I think maybe, or shirts, skits. Anyway, what I'm saying is I have stories that if you want me to, I will share. I would also love to rent your most unreliable car for a week and have some videos made of me trying to get out of trouble. Keep up the good work you're doing, honey. I really lie. I think that should be like hearing about others having more problems than me. <laughs> okay, so I think that there maybe there's some typos in this email, I'm, but I think I understand the main um, the gist of it, which is you love the podcast. Thank you. Thank you. And, um, you've been a pedal pumping freak since you were like nine wearing a hose and, um, wanting to be Daisy Duke. Me too. I, I wanted to be Daisy Duke. (laughs) In fact, I always just sort of thought that like that would be inevitable that I would grow really long legs and drive a Jeep. And that some of that's true actually, (laughs) but, um, I think you're saying here that you you prefer the sh- um, 
short skirts as opposed to the um, short, um, like short shorts. So um, I don't know. I'm kind of a fan of both. I like short shorts too. Short shorts and high heels. I mean, that's, that's a look, right? <laughs> anyway, I do want to hear your stories. Yes, yes. If you have stories that you are willing to share, please, please send them to me. I would love to read your stories and share them with the community here at the Pedal Pumping Podcast. Um, if you wanted to, um, you know, you don't need to rent a car from me if you want an unreliable car experience. There are so many ways to get your hands on an unreliable car, or you can make a car unreliable. There's little tricks and things you can do so that they will, um, you know, you can have fun in them. So, <laughs> but of course, um, make sure you know what you're doing because it is possible to permanently damage and destroy cars um, by having too much fun in terms of the car trouble cranking type stuff. So be careful, but have fun um, and send me your stories. Yes, please. So this one is um, another email from Matt and he says, hi, Mimi, just wanted to answer your question you asked on your podcast regarding pimple, pe bleh, pedal pumping technique preference. <laughs> Oh, I love fast and hard pumping when cranking and revving and when a woman does a subtle bounce while pumping, that's even sexier. I also like slow, sensual pumping, especially if a woman is begging the car to start in a really sexy, sultry voice that really turns me on as well. She's like saying, come on, baby, start for me and pumping quite slowly, hoping it starts. Keep up the good work, Matt. Awesome. Okay, so I think maybe I was asking about pumping technique. Uh, yeah, I feel like there are so many fun ways to try pumping. Um, the whole like pumping between the cranks, you know, and then pumping as the car is turning over and cranking, and that's fun. Um, kind of like hard, deliberate, deep pumps on the pedal versus like a more of a fluttery feathering kind of a I don't know like a light nervous pump I like that too there's just a lot of emotion that can be conveyed in different pumping techniques I know some people have a preference for how the foot is placed on the pedal and specifically um, where the heel of the foot is placed uh, I know that we've talked about on this podcast like um, toes Bare, like in barefoot or flip-flops or sandals where the toes are kind of more free, like toes kind of spreading across the pedal as it's being pushed or like um, kind of toes stretching a little bit or tensing up where you can kind of see some of the tendons in the feet. I mean, there's just so many sexy details when it comes to pedal pumping. I think if you don't really get pedal pumping, then maybe some of this, you're just, it goes right over some people's heads and they don't see it or, or experience it. But if you've got the pedal pumping fetish, then you know, you guys know what I'm talking about, right? Especially if, if you're into cranking. Um, Matt also mentions um, revving, which is um, another way to pump the pedal. The engine's just doing something different. To me, that's also fun. Sometimes I can get into kind of like a sensual, um, almost like a rhythmic um, 
exchange with the engine through the pedal and pumping the pedal and feeling the the feedback from the engine kind of vibrating through my foot on the pedal, which is really sexy and fun. Um, and then Matt concludes by saying, keep up the good work. Thank you, Matt. <laughs> I'm trying. And I do appreciate your comments and stories. So keep sending them. Keep up the good work too. Um, okay, and last one for today. I guess this is going to be a short podcast. Um, is uh, this one's from Tev. He says, hi, Mimi. I was just thinking about the times you shared on the podcast, the story of you cussing out that guy blaring his horn behind you for no reason, and the story of you flipping off the guy on the freeway for splashing your car with his wiper fluid and the windshield wipers. I love it when you put your foot down with the imbeciles of the road. I was wondering if you had any more road rage stories from your past you'd be willing to share. would love to hear all that you were willing to share. Tev. Oh, road rage stories. I am not proud. I am not proud. I think the most petty thing that I do on the most regular basis is um, spray people with my windshield fluid um, that are behind me. If like someone's tailgating me or just generally being an asshole, um, I might just suddenly find myself with the urge to wash my windows, you know, as I'm speeding down the highway or whatever. Um, I, I don't know. It's, huh, road rage. I haven't actually experienced any road rage recently that like comes to mind. I mean, I definitely have over the years. I feel like I'm kind of mellowing out. I feel like, to be honest, um, Driving the Jeep, driving my 1962 Jeep is like such a, it's so slow and like, it's so like slow and kind of loud and stinky, you know, like the, the exhaust, it's, it's not smog, you know, it's like smells really strong of gasoline. Um, whenever I cruise around in it, I mean, maybe some people get annoyed, but like it brings a lot of smiles to people's faces and people comment on it and will like shout at me, cool Jeep or what year's your Jeep or um, or just I can you, you see people's like eyes light up when they see it. Some people don't care. Some people don't give a shit at all. And um, but you I can always kind of spot the Jeep people. They they just a light kind of goes on inside them. Um, and so that is a very like jolly and slow experience on the road. Like I can't be in like a, um, a pissed off mood really when I'm driving that vehicle. Um, I did get a little bit pissed once at somebody who kind of darted out in front of the Jeep crossing the road. Cause I was like, dude, come on. Like I don't have, I don't have power brakes. Like I have to physically use the force of my leg and like friction to get this thing. And it's like a quarter ton. Like I, like <laughs> you cannot just run out in front of an old car and expect it to stop on a dime like cars today. You know what I mean? Like, I guess young people probably don't realize that no fault of their own or us older folks, maybe we forget that because it's been so long since we've driven old cars. But if you've driven an old car, you know what I'm talking about. You know why 
the DMV is like, you need to leave five car lengths <laughs> between you and the car in front of you. Because in the old days, and the, the speed limit used to be 55 because cars just weren't capable of what they are now in terms of performance and safety and braking and all that. So yeah, um, road, but that wasn't really road rage. That was more like road frustration of like, don't be an idiot, you know? <laughs> Um, and in the BMW, I'm not going to lie, I am the asshole driver that other people are pissed off at, you know, when I'm driving the BMW. I mean, sometimes people like that one guy, remember, who was just like honking at me randomly for no reason because I was stopping at stop signs. Like, I don't know what he expected. Like, I was just going to roll through them all. But uh, <laughs> I do stop at stop signs. Um he was accusing me of being on my phone. He's like, get off the phone, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, fuck you. Because I had the phone in my hand, like in the foot while I was filming. Like I wasn't even looking. I was just kind of holding it there. But I was, you know, looking at the road driving. I wasn't watching what I was filming. I certainly wasn't on the phone, air quotes, like texting or looking at social media or anything like that. I was legit just driving and filming. So um, that was really weird and confusing at first. Like he was honking and I was like, what is going, like, why is, who's honking? And then I was like, oh my God, this jackass is like honking at me and cussing me out. So I, or like yelling at me to get off the phone. So then I was like, fuck you and was yelling at him. Um, I really need to not, be like that because I don't think that's a good look um, you never know who you might be yelling at and I, I, I don't condone like public meltdowns or just being terrible to people at all but I am kind of um, when I'm driving the BMW I do kind of feel like I have like BMW asshole driver privilege because the car's so like quick and maneuverable and small and it's a BMW so like I have license to be an asshole on the road I feel like if I'm not I'm not representing the BMW driver stereotype appropriately and I could have my privilege revoked as a BMW driver <laughs> I don't know do what, what do you guys think of that do you think that BMW drivers are like more um I don't know, just drive more outrageously or, or more, or more like cut, cut people off more or park terribly. I actually, I'm a really good, I'm really good at parking. Not so much backing out of parking spaces apparently, but I'm very good at like parallel parking. And, uh, and I think I've always enjoyed driving small cars because they are so maneuverable and I do like getting car my car into like a tight space that you know larger car wouldn't fit into in fact i remember when with my honda crx i used to work in san francisco and i would be able to park in places that like other car like the parking spot was only not occupied because bigger cars couldn't fit into it and i would like roll up and be like that's the perfect spot for me like nobody else can even fit into it and i just like 
jam my little car into these tiny parking spots. I know that the question is more about road rage. I guess I'm just not feeling angry today and I'm not having like a lot of um, road ragey kinds of memories come up. I know that I have, um, I already think I already told you about that scenario, Tevin. This isn't the first time you've asked me this question. I remember getting in high school, getting really pissed off at my boyfriend and like we were at a stoplight and just ramming into the back. I, he was in front of me in a Scirocco and I had my, my rabbit, my Volkswagen ragged, rabbit. And um, I would like, I just remember ramming into the back of his car and then like putting it in reverse and like backing up like a couple yards and then like hitting like flooring it again and just like rear-ending him over and over and over until the light turned green and he like sped away from me um and then I basically chased him all the way to his house I think he was cheating on me I think that's what was happening and I was like pissed about it and I really and back then you know bumpers were not like these soft plastic things that just kind of like mushed in like bumpers were like steel <laughs> like I don't know I, I don't really think it really did any damage to either of our cars but I just remember like smashing into his car over and over and over again I wasn't going like super fast obviously because we were like at a stoplight but that was probably like the most rageful that I was where I was like physically slamming my car into his over and over probably got like maybe four or five good, like, like rear-ended him, like, four or five times before the light turned green. Um, I would have kept going. I was crazy. I mean, maybe I still am a little bit, you know. But anyway, um, <laughs> that's all I've got for you guys this week. Um, next week's my birthday, and next month is the three-year anniversary of the Pedal Pumping Podcast. So there's lots to celebrate. And uh, I want you to send me some emails, mimifootnip at gmail.com. Send me your stories and, and nudges and things like that. And, and thanks so much for listening and coming around again this week. We will be doing it again next week. And if you have a pedal pumping fetish you are very lucky go enjoy it enjoy it safely and consensually and report back and let us know <laughs> let us know all the juicy details <laughs> we love it thank you so so much and bye guys <laughs>